0: This is Let Me Think Podcast. Hi you guys. Welcome to my first real episode of Let Me Think. In this episode, I will be talking about how to never look back. So, a lot of my friends get curious and ask me, "How do you never get the urge to check up on your ex?" And I've been through a breakup not too long ago, and I honestly don't check for anyone i don't check for anyone from my past so they like to ask me how do you just pretend like it didn't happen the way that you do and i think the truth is i know it happened and it happened that's just what my brain understands it it happened it's not that it didn't and that i'm ignoring it but i like to think about what's next for me in that process after that takes place so this is how to never look back after a relationship ends so first i want to say that acceptance is a major factor in moving forward in past a relationship that ended except that whatever happened happened i used to ask a lot of questions before this why did this happen why did that happen and what did it mean when he said this thing, and what did it mean when he did that? And did I say something wrong? Could I have fixed what I said? There's always a lot of whys. And I don't think those whys are really, in a sense, directed to anyone in particular. I think that those whys come from the anxiety you feel once that relationship ends. I say that because I don't think I really needed him to answer those questions. I didn't, I didn't need him to give me answers really because at the end of the day what would i have done with those answers it's just false closure when you think about it really what i did during that time i was questioning things was convincing myself i needed him to answer these questions in hopes or unconsciously in hopes that we would fix it or that i would find the solution to whatever he had as a response and it would be fixed but really what i was asking in my stage of anxiety was why did the universe allow this to happen to me what did i do something in my past life was was there something i had to take reparations from and there's really no way to avoid that stage of anxiety and i think the only thing i can tell you from that stage is stop asking questions because it happened. Because the only question now is really what's next? You need to continuously ask yourself, okay, what's next? How can I move forward from this so I can stop suffering with this emotion, this mental battle I have over this situation? And at first, I think that'll scare you. This person was a part of your future, you know. Um, You saw it all with them. You saw the trips. You saw the white fence, the house, the kids, if you're thinking that far, the marriage, whatever it may have been you saw with them and the plan you had for the two of you, it can be really scary to change that long-term plan but i want to focus on how can we reprogram our minds to say what if the change of plans excites me instead of scares me what if that next new journey is something i should be excited about instead of being scared to endure what if you sit down and plan out the next thing for yourself what if your family and friends are part of that next you know life journey The trips, the outings, and so on, what if they're a part of that? What if that house is yours? And what if that next includes someone who better fits your needs and wants? Because, of course, that's what you need after this happens. So stop stalking their social. Stop checking your phone for their name or number and start planning the new version of your life. I look back now and I realize the reason why I never checked on this person. The reason why I acted like they literally died (laughs) was because somehow I had tricked my mind. And I, I I didn't even realize this until months later. And I'd say when I had the idea for this podcast, initially I didn't realize this until a little bit later. The reason why I never checked up on them was because I genuinely cared for this person so much i somehow told my brain that not checking on them and treating them as someone who died that i'm mourning it was a way for me to honor my relationship with them it was kind of a way of saying i care about you so much that i have respected the end of this journey with you and i care about you so much and i respect you so much and i'm so grateful for you that i want you to move on as well i want you to go forward as well i promise that your friends are waiting to spend time with you after this happens after this situation happens your family is waiting to spend time with you you there are people you haven't even met yet and they're waiting to know you and you may need or feel as though you need that person that you're no longer with, but, but right now you're blocking your blessings by delaying your healing and checking on someone who no longer sees you in their long-term plans. I want you to create a vision board for yourself, whether through your notes app or in a traditional sense, through illustrations and magazine pictures. What does your best self look like and how can we get there? With or without them, what did you really want to do or see? What have you always wanted to do or see? What could you do these next few months or this next year to make your younger self proud of you? What have you been delaying? doing what have you been putting off doing that you feel now with the time you have to spend mourning that you can do so I I have been someone who checked on someone I was no longer with before it was not fun and you go into it knowing how you'll feel afterwards and 99% of the time you never come out happier than you were before it's really self-sabotage checking their following their likes checking if they've been active if they're alive (laughs) if they've changed at all it's so self-sabotaging and it's just a terrible reminder that this person is moving on potentially and i am not able to see them change and grow as a person and if you need to unfollow them block them, erase things, do do what you must, but most importantly, do what your heart is capable of. I, when I was really deep into this situation, I didn't initially unfollow them, but of course, with iPhone, if you're, if anyone's familiar with that, I'm not too sure if other phones work this way, <laughs> but if you have an iPhone, you're aware of the hidden gallery area of your photo gallery, so I didn't delete things but i put everything in this hidden gallery and this made it a little bit easier and while that's not a huge step as because of course you can just open it and it's still there but it felt like a small victory and to be successful with this type of journey taking little steps like that is incredibly crucial to coming out on the other side You'll probably go from checking that hidden folder day in and day out. And I think that with it being hidden, eventually, you'll start to realize, oh, I'm checking this a lot less. And, you know, go as far as your heart is capable of, like I said, unfollow them if need be. Practice the law of detachment, read up on it as much as you can and incorporate it into your life in similar aspects. I think you can take the law of detachment and apply it to this type of scenario by, like I said, acceptance, accepting that you don't know where that next journey is headed. You don't know what's going to happen next. But creating that, but redefining that unknowingness as I'm excited to experience life with a bunch of wild cards. I'm excited to know that once again, as it was before I met this person, life isn't just laid out for me, but I can take whichever direction I need to. And I can create a life that I really do want that was outside of this relationship. So for me, I knew that there were things outside of my relationship that I wanted to do. And there were things that I wanted for myself that not per se didn't align with my relationship, but Being in a relationship made it a little bit harder for me to do these things without incorporating the feelings of someone else as well. And I I want to add, before you do any of these things, please feel your emotions. Cry, scream, do what you must, but you have to feel it first or you'll never get through to the end, to the other side. If you don't feel these emotions, all this advice is kind of pointless this video is for after that of course but but once you've cried all you can you do start to say okay i'm tired of crying i'm tired of feeling this way and i want to move forward the truth is you don't forget how it made you feel but you can accept that it happened and go on maybe you don't want to forgive okay don't but You have to keep the ball of life rolling. Time doesn't stop for anyone. You kind of have to be on time's side when things like this happen. And I think that we have this natural capability as humans to, to have this will to live, this natural will to live. And it's so amazing to watch that play out. I think I went through these steps to help me not look back. When I felt my emotions to every extent that I could, I was crying day in, day out. I was screaming. I took every chance I got to feel what I was feeling. I suffered and I suffered well. And I suffered intentionally. And yeah, I think that that was the greatest thing i could have done for myself and two i spent extended amounts of time alone and i just wanted to reconnect with myself i wanted to reconnect with the world i wanted to have like i wanted to open my eyes i felt like during my relationship and after my relationship when i was hurt i was walking around with a film over my eyes i i wasn't aware of the beauty of things i wasn't aware of how fast time was going by and instead i I really wanted to spend that time alone and just reconnect with life and myself. Three, I removed them from my contacts and socials. I removed them basically from everything. And I think if you're someone who's really nostalgic, this is the best thing you could do. And very much so probably the hardest if you're a nostalgic person. Um, But it definitely helps you curb this feeling of wow my future is going to be shit without them. I also spent a lot of time with my loved ones and I planned out things to do with them in the future and things to look forward to. Whether that be going for a walk or to the beach or going on a trip. It helped me realize my love extended past this person this singular person and branched out onto many people in my life and right now i have the chance to build better relationships with those people i think that i was becoming a better person overall once i realized i had this chance to better my relationships and i also planned out things for myself whether that be taking care of my health cooking myself a nice dinner or taking a solo trip, I had to date myself a little after in order to know what it is I needed and wanted. So that really looks like understanding your love language and how your love language could be used for yourself. In a sense, it's a way of understanding what really makes you feel closer to a person and what could you be interpreting as a strong representation of love to you and what could you be interpreting as someone not really caring at all for you so does this mean i've burned every trace of existence of them i don't necessarily think so although i've deleted everything i don't really speak of them outside of literally right now (laughs) um i don't think that I have really burned any every single trace of them. I feel like I carry that person with me in a really grateful tone. It is very reminiscent of say like I, I like to compare it to when my great grandmother died. I she died when I was, you know, really, really young. And still to this day I think about her really often and I'm way older now, I'm in my 20s, (laughs) and I still think about this, and I was literally nine at the time, and I think about her in such a positive light, and I feel as though, even though we don't really, you know, obviously carry the same brain or thoughts or anything like that, I feel like in a way, I have gained so much from knowing her, and it's it can be seen in the way I talk, in the way I express myself, and, and in the way I just do things in the world. And I think there's a way to express all of that in a really positive way that screams I'm really grateful for this person, and you can see it in me. And I think if you carry a relationship that meant a lot to you, just like that, as if they're someone who you really loved that passed away it makes it a lot easier for you to get past these type of feelings and really helps you let go of negative emotion so it's, it's not you saying i am okay with whatever they did and I forgive them per se, but it's saying I accept them for the time that they were in my life and I'm really grateful for the good times that we had. But I feel no need to express the negative parts and I feel no need to per se have to outwardly express that I forgive them, unless necessary of course, but I don't feel the need to acknowledge them. And I think there's a positive way you can go about not acknowledging someone (laughs) It sounds kind of evil in a way, but I feel like the girls that get it, get it, of course. I think so. Treat it like a workout. It hurts It hurts at first, and you're scared to do it, maybe, but over time it gets easier. You find new ways to work out. You find new equipment that works better for your developing needs, whatever that may look like, and you create new goals for yourself. That's what not looking back looks like. Trust So trust me when I say I didn't forget how I felt or what happened, but I wanted to free myself of those feelings and memories and make new ones. In Oprah's book, What Happened to You, they talk about trauma and how it never leaves you because you remember how you felt. Your body remembers, your mind remembers, but we can create new associations. We can create a new room for ourselves to grow from that where we're not looking to those memories, but creating the belief that we no longer have use for those memories. I want you to look at it like that. It's still there, but what if we just use those memories less? So create new memories, not with the intent of replacing old memories, but accepting that these things happened and that person was a part of your life. And now we need to know what's next for ourselves and creating those new associations we have for the new versions of ourselves. So that is how I never look back. And that is my advice on how to never look back for yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let Me Think. I am your host, Takela, and I'll see you guys really soon. Bye.